episode of the Slow Ride Podcast. My name's Tim Hayes in Florida, joined with the little guy Matt Allen in Minnesota and Spencer Howe in Boston, Massachusetts. Gentlemen, we're back after two yeah. weeks. Yeah, it feels like I haven't talked to you uh, for a while, guys. What's, uh, no, what's I, up with I that? talk to you guys, but there's no record of it. I remember it happened. Really? Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I... Sarah needed the car. I wasn't able to press the record button or something. I don't know what's going on. That's weird because I yelled broccoli like five times, but it didn't work. But but we're back, and things are going good. Uh, quick shout-out to uh, Luke from Roller Derby for winning the Vuelta. Uh, I made fun of him, and now he has this habit of retweeting and favoriting my heckling tweets of him for being in last place after stage one of the Vuelta. So, good for him. And Spencer, you took the victory among the three of us. Yes, yes I did. I mean, I don't think anybody was really very surprised by that. Do you think anybody really cares about the Volta anymore? No, but I also think they weren't surprised. So we're already on the uh, the talk for the, the, the tour and the, the Giro at this point. Yeah, people have already turned off their oh, radios. Let's not talk about this. All right, so... Um, I was at Interbike a few weeks ago, did Cross Vegas, lots of fun. There was, of course, the spectator debacle that has been talked all over the internet. The, yeah, um, we the, spent a lot of time last week yeah. talking about that as well. I think the lesson yeah. to be learned on that one was, what was it, gentlemen? Don't throw beer? Don't uh, throw what? beer. Don't throw, other... don't throw cards. Yeah. Don't throw just resort to cards. yelling you suck. The, the lesson was keep the party on the appropriate side of the caution tape, you know? Yeah, that was, a, that was a good lesson. Do you think that it's okay to go on to the course to put dollar bills on the run-up? No. I find it annoying. No, it affects the race. If you want to do whatever on your side of the caution tape and hold them out and somebody grabs it from you, that's then, then they're engaging with you, but don't engage with them. You know what I mean? So don't even, you like, know, go I, place I, it in the sand? something about this is that at the uh, Tuesday Night Cross tonight, on the like ride out, ride up, run up, whatever it was, they made a special taped off section. So if you wanted to do the race, you could go up the main way, and if you wanted to go up and get a hand up, and 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 go woo, you could go off to the right, and there was like a little special hand up zone. So it was like an A line and a B line. Yeah, and the B line was for like getting like uh, whiskey hand ups. From what's his name going? Woo, whiskey! <laughs> did so, little guy. Did you just stick to the A line? You're like, come on, this is annoying. Get out of my way. I stuck to the A line. Um, yeah, I did. So and I said, God, this is annoying. So, Get out of my way. <laughs> so cyclocross is here. I mean, you guys have both now done the racing, right? So little guy yep. did. He's done a couple of these weeknight races, but you did the bit. You raced with the big dogs. Big dogs. Yep. With your. You know, lots of uh, pictures of you on the uh, internet, little guy. That's that's what I hear. Full beard and people mocking your your need to change bar tape. People 
people were mocking my need to change bar. I didn't know they were mocking my need to change bar tape. I actually have new bar tape. I just haven't put it on yet. So. <laughs> is it is it actual bar tape or is it more hockey tape from Axeman or whatever? No, it's bar tape. I have hockey nice. tape on the cork bike. I'm gonna okay. finish it with hockey tape. No, right. I've got I've got cork tape on the cross bike. It's just dirty. So why? Is still it, wait, you, I personally don't care. Like cross tape. Cares, Wait, you right? use hockey it's tape? It's going to get dirty in five minutes anyway. Nice. Wait, let's talk about this hockey tape. Little guy, you using hockey tape? Yeah, I got hockey tape with a little lion of Flanders on it on my road bike. <laughs> it was $2 for a couple rolls that, when I was at Axman like two years ago, so yeah. that's what's on my road bike. You know, I should went... really have that on the cross bike and have the cork tape on the road bike because I'm on the road and it hurts my hands, but it just looks so, <laughs> it just looks so good. <laughs> I went to the store a few months ago now, I guess, uh, to buy some bar tape uh, for my bike. Um, I was shocked at how expensive, like, I guess I hadn't bought any for a while, <laughs> but it was like yeah. $25, and I, yeah. was, I don't understand, man. Yeah, well, you're not even talking about the lizard skin. That's like 40 bucks for two I rolls. Know. I know. I was looking for the budget bargain basement price. I need to get. I guess I need to find the bargain bin and go with the Chinelli splash tape from, uh, you know, the Rasta tape or something. Uh, I have the splash Rasta on my uh, work bike. Of course I, I do. Of course you do. Yeah, I'm not surprised at all by that. But it was I want like that. five bucks. You yeah. can always. Well, you, no, I want it. I want of course it. you want it. It's because it's the prize that every bike shop tries oh, to give I away. Oh, I want to get rid of it. But I, you know, I, I didn't like it at first, and I've really come around to it. And it's like, it's starting to kind of break down. It's been on there for a couple of years. And I, and I was like, I should replace it. I'm like, oh, I think I'm going to get the same stupid color again. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I, I, the haters on the internet, whatever. Well, I, I mean, little guy, let's be honest here. There's not that many haters when you're on the Radivist. I mean, you were featured on the, I mean, your picture well, may show up on the side of a bar at South by Southwest in Austin, Texas. <laughs> That's true. Someone's going to get my face tattooed on their knuckle. You may be in the next Levi commuter jeans ad. <laughs> we don't know. I hope so. so. Just Photoshop Levi's on me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, little guy, we've done this race um, multiple times, the three of us. The big race in Madison. Jeremy Powers won. Uh, Tim, it's not Madison Tim, anymore. It's Tim. in Waterloo. Oh, Waterloo. I've never done it. You've never Spencer done it. There. Well, yeah, okay. I've done it. They changed the hill. They made the hill harder. Did they? They looked different yeah. in the pictures. Yeah. So yeah, my favorite... Took, there's just like a really, really steep hill, which I'm sure there's there's pictures, and there's probably some pictures from the bottom of the hill, and that's the only way to really get a feel for it. But they made you like left-right, terrible downhill difficulty, and yeah. then give you like just the smallest amount of room to try to ride up it. So they made it harder. It was hard last year. It was harder this year. I messed it up a whole bunch. <laughs> did you ever make it down, or did you have to run it? No, I made it down fine, but never very smoothly. And then I and I but the riding up part, man, I would just mess it up all the time. So I rode it a few well, times, but not enough. That's that would that's why you can see me six minutes and whatever down on Jeremy Powers. Well, but you're um, on the lead lap. I was on the lead lap, but you know that's I, a success. I, lost, I probably lost like a minute <laughs> messing up that climb and having to run it so many times as opposed to ride it. I definitely was with people, and then messed up the bottom and 
they wrote it and I ran it and then they, I waved there's, goodbye to them when I got to the top. <laughs> there's some great pictures out there of the uh, on Taddy's cycles of the different techniques being used going down that hill and oh, just yeah, the carnage. Most people tumbling down that hill, I think. Yeah. <laughs> there was a lot all all day, all fields, and you know it wasn't it wasn't like once you got to the two threes or the thirty five pluses were riding it. It was like pretty much every race I watched all day. Um, the top guys were riding it, and and top guys and girls were riding it, and uh, and then after that it was a whole bunch of running and falling. Yeah. You know, so it was tough. It was really tough. Not to take away from your racing and your lack of winning the Rasta bar tape from Chinelli, I do think yeah. one of my favorite things of Cross this this past week was the uh, Crosshairs CXHairs dot com release of the first Svenness video yes. of the week when he actually gets to interview Sven Nice. And, yeah, that was great. And he was talking about like my favorite tweet of uh, Bill's, the gentleman behind the website is. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing the word that I made up correctly after talking to Sven. <laughs> And, and then he's talking about like Sven's just showing how he goes through the sand pits and all the different lines. It was a really cool video if those people haven't seen it. Did you guys see it? I did, yeah. People should yeah, check it out. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. It was pretty cool. So, Spencer, how did your yes. first racing go? What was your result? Wait, wait, wait. I have a more important question. Okay. Did you rock the one cog? <laughs> uh, I did rock the one cog. Yes. Was it free? Because you should never pay to rock the one cog. <laughs> no, I had to. I actually had oh. Wait, how much did you have to pay to rock the one cog? <laughs> Ten bucks to rock the one cog. That's not yeah, bad. That's pretty reasonable. That's one very, cog price, eh? That's ten. That's a ten dollars second race. Oh, you know any uh, second race. Uh, so I could have rocked ten more cogs again, if, you know, if I wanted to. But you could have. Could you have rocked eleven though? Is there only a 10, 10 speed limit in the second race? No, I mean you could, but I can't because I don't have the funds for that. Anyway, I rocked the one cog uh, extra hard this weekend at okay. uh, at White Park in. Uh, it was a race in New Hampshire. Cool. And, uh, so what did you do? Finished top ten. So oh. I was pretty happy about it. All right, that. wait, 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 stop, little guy. Do you want to guess how many people were in the field? Seventeen. I'm gonna say fifteen. How many people? Yes, dicks. <laughs> how many were in the field? Uh, let me pull up cross results down. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's move on to the next segment while we wait for this shit to happen. <laughs> no, it was uh, uh, close to thirty. Oh, I think. nice. Good job. 30. Wow. wow. All right. Good job. Wait, does that include juniors? <laughs> what? Nothing. We don't have juniors. No. So, you don't uh, have juniors? Well, it's 26. 26. All right, not bad. Good, good work, That's Spencer. Good. So how did you do in the uh, Masters category? I didn't race the Masters category. What was your second race? It was the Pro 1-2-3 race, Tim. And how did you do that? I did not finish. Ah, okay, so you saved yourself for the one cog. No, the one cog was first, and I blew my wallet. Ah, you shouldn't do that. Alright, so guys, I don't know if you know this, but I'm in lovely Boca Raton, Florida. Um, really? Yeah. Are so, you running for office? How are you doing? Well, you know, I'm laying the groundwork for my 2053 Condo Association presidency run. I am uh, was at the shuffleboard court a little bit earlier today. Well, shouldn't you be, like, shaking the hands of all the grandkids of the, of well, the people that are down there? They're already all in bed. 
Yeah, getting so. to know them, you know. I know you like video games now, but you really like them when you're older, and I want to, I want to keep that in your life. Well, you know, I never really told you guys this, but one of my favorite things about Florida right now is, um, especially with this new job where I get to travel around the state. There's a propensity of golf carts on the street, like l- street legal <laughs> golf carts that people <laughs> use to travel around. Yeah, that's cool. That's all. That's a retirement like thing, yeah. but and not only are they just golf carts that you know you can put your golf bag on and you take them onto the course they're actual like it's like a big boy go-kart in that they kind of are fashioned behind automobiles so you might see a lady driving a pink cadillac golf cart so basically it's a golf cart with a you know toy chassis on the outside it, it's it's quite yeah. it's quite crazy yeah that doesn't. That can't be real. I will start it's taking real, pictures man. of this. It's uh, it's quite the experience down here. Yeah, you should start. You you need like an Instagram list. What do I need, little guy? You okay? Is the dial up uh, cutting out there? I I didn't hear it cut out. I heard myself. I said you need an Instagram just full <laughs> of golf carts, like a yeah. dedicated golf cart Instagram. So, it's the neighbors dial up. That's iffy. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's what it caused the uh, the problem last week. So, gentlemen, this week is the big world cycling ro- world championships. We'll keep it short because all that really matters is a year from now. It's going to be in Richmond, Virginia, where yeah. I told you before that I've done the course, uh, did quite a few of the climbs. Very exciting, very difficult. But who is going to win the championship? Thor. Is, is he, he racing? Is he- I don't think he's racing. <laughs> I think he retired. He might be racing. He might be racing. You know, Tor just retired, I'm pretty sure, and sadly he didn't get any, like, pop about his retirement because everyone was watching Jens Voigt win the uh, oh the one-hour record. Did he retire? Did he fully Did retire you? or is he just retiring at the end? I thought I was going to make it a week without hearing about Jens Voigt again, and you just ruined that. Shut up, legs. Oh, Hashtag. He said, he said the, the, the time. But did he... Or you didn't. did Because they changed the rules. Wait, so the rules? They did change the rules. The hour record is the dumbest thing they that's ever happened. the rules like a hundred times. Yeah. So it's so just part it, of the changing. So the new it, rules, the new rules is that you... Think of it this way. He beat, he beat Moser when he was doped to the yeah. gills and he had like a 14-foot tall wheel. With the weights on it? So basically yeah. uh, the Give new rule... Give it to rule, Graham Get rid of it. The new rule is that you can use a pursuit bike, like your track pursuit bike. So you don't need to have the drop bars anymore. Like you can use a what you yeah. can use in the individual pursuit. So Jen's basically set the the benchmark that you know Tony Martin is gonna just destroy. No. Yeah, what? Brad Wiggins. Brad Wiggins will destroy it. So you think Wiggins is next or Cancelara? Yeah. No. I, I kind of Cancelara keeps talking about it, and he never does it, and I don't. I just. And he's on track too, so track code's like, meh. <laughs> no, but that's what I think they, that's I think part of the Yen strategy, man. Yen's goes out there, he tests the bike, he tests everything for them, he tests the velodrome, they like get to do the production and see how it goes, then they can do it with Cancelera and go big, you know? Well, anyways, it was a real exciting, captivating television. I mean, the only way you can make an hour <laughs> record interesting to watch is if maybe. Ricardo Rico popped out of the bush- bushes on the side of the track and jumped on and then won the race somehow. <laughs> oh man, we should see if Rico oh. will do the hour record because he was going to set all those climbs. Do you think like, like the best times for the climbs? Maybe he should just go for the hour record. Wait, who's that little Maybe. guy? Who'd you say? 
the cobra. Oh, the cobra, yeah. So Rico Versus. could do it. I do like Spencer's idea where maybe Rico is waiting for Jens Voigt to like have 10 laps to go, and then he jumps on the track and just match sprints him for the well, win. I mean, but like seriously, like track racing, I love it. Like I started racing on the track and like the points races and scratch races and all that stuff is awesome. Like it's super interesting. Pursuits, you know, I get it. They're they're fine. They're not as interesting. They're cool. But an hour record, man, like, uh, talking about beating your head or watching <laughs> paint dry or whatever, like, I don't know. I don't, I didn't watch it. Maybe there was some magic that was happening that I don't know about, but. I watched the last five minutes and I was not captivated. <laughs> well, there you go. I was trying That's to figure out. Say. Yeah, it was, yeah. Our record, not captivating. Moving on, please. So moving on. Um, Weren't we talking about the World Road Racing yeah, Championship? But, we don't even know who's really going to be in it. I, I still have money on the uh, Polish national team to get a surprise podium. No. You know who's going to win, and we're all going to be like, yeah, that makes sense, is Simon Garens. We're going to be like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, the, the, that is would not be, be a surprise. Is he going to be the first Australian? I think so. Yeah. I'm hoping, though, that if he does win, it's by outsprinting Valverde. Well, Cadell, oh, Evans, Cadell Evans has a world championship stripes, but I, those are for mountain biking, right? Yeah, that's for yeah. Uh, yeah, so. Dude, there's a taco truck on my street. Ooh. You know, guys, I'm I'm in the midst of the Swift Cycle Thousand Taco Challenge, and I'm I'm a little bit behind the uh, curve right now. So, little and guy, how long do you have can to you fax some to tacos? me? Uh, we started June of this year, and you have to have a thousand. That's two and a half a day, roughly, nineteen and a half a week, and um, I am a little bit behind the schedule. What's your problem? You know, just kind of—that's a lot of tacos to eat, and it kind of loses uh, loses importance in your life. Well, I mean, I can say I would get boring, but I mean, tacos are so small. I know, oh, but the there's taco truck's gone. Ah, okay. Well, maybe next time. So, um, do we have any other uh, big cycling news besides uh, the sad news out of Central Park that you guys wanted to talk about? Uh, of course, the Central Park thing where the pedestrian was killed by a bike rider who was flying down the loop. And rumor has it was trying to set a Strava time. Not, just, not, just, you know, Strava. I don't know. I don't know if it's just Strava. I mean, I, I was out at Central Park doing the loop um, with a friend of ours. And, you know, it's there's all types of people walking in and out and just carnage on the road. I'm surprised something this tragic hasn't happened before. But kind of a tough... Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm surprised as well, but... I, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a sad story all around for everybody. It Oops. is a sad story. I will say that the media totally picked up on it in, in a way that they never do about, you know, a car that kills a pedestrian. And there's yeah, how many of that, happens, right? there's how much of that happening every day in New York City. Yeah, I think, it, isn't New York the most dangerous place to walk if you're a pedestrian? Maybe I'm wrong. I think so. It is the number one bike city. It is the number one bike city. That's according to the amount of times they painted the pictures of bikes on the road. So, well, you know, gentlemen, we didn't talk about, we did talk about that last week, but we didn't get it on, is that Minneapolis fell to, what, third? Third, yeah. But we're still oh, yeah. beating Portland. Still we haven't been painting our streets enough, man. I gotta say, we gotta have been making fake bike lanes. So the, more. the Bicycling Magazine top uh, biking cities came out in Gainesville, Florida, 37th place. Yes, uh, good we, job. We I gotta once... say, I, I was shocked by New York uh, being first. 
but I was more shocked by Chicago being uh, second. See, I disagree. I, I thought Chicago would take the cake over New York. Gross, really? Have you ridden a bike in Chicago? Yeah. Do you guys remember <laughs> about my messenger career in Chicago? Was How like long did day? they last? Was it 12 hours? I think it was a good, like, two to three weeks. Really? <laughs> that long? Uh, you know... Didn't you, didn't you leave your bike messenger job to bag groceries? <laughs> I, w- I was definitely super bagger for a while there. Uh, although the bagging the bagging groceries job only lasted for one day. I just never went back. Did um, you bag at, uh, at Alberto's? And I, <laughs> I do remember uh, getting was that a... Be- <laughs> was that I, because they supported cycling? I do remember getting a bunch of 1099 or uh, W-2s or whatever in the uh, mail going like, Sarah, who was this for? And she's like, I don't know what job that was for that one day you worked because there's a bunch of them for like $32. Nice. Good job. Yeah. Well, but yeah, Chicago, they got that new mayor, you know, and he just runs, uh, just cracks some skulls and he gets uh, bike lanes built. Cracking skulls for bike lanes. I like it. (laughs) Yeah. I I don't know. I just don't care who's the number one city because it's just all about who can create the most useless bike infrastructure, so, not where, where it's actually the best place to ride a bike. So, little guy, what's the best city you've ever ridden a bike in besides, like, outs, like take away Minneapolis? So what's your favorite city you've ever ridden a bike in? I don't know. Montreal was far See, fun. I was Toronto just, was kind of scary. I was just Toronto about to say scary, Montreal. Actually. The, the trolley tracks, man, that yeah. was frightening. That was fun. I like that. I was going to say Montreal, because Montreal was the first place I ever saw and experienced the separated bike lanes, and we all went out there together. Yeah. That was a fun one. Yeah, that was fun. I don't know. I, 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 you know, I just don't really care about bike lanes. I think they're kind of stupid. So I would rather just ride on roads that were, you know, one lane of traffic each way with enough room for a bike, and it didn't have to have a bike lane so that I don't have to every three months have that argument with someone who says, get in a bike lane. Like, yeah, why don't you go on the freeway? Yeah. So. <laughs> What's your uh, favorite city you've ever ridden a bike in, Spencer? Uh, worldwide, I definitely enjoyed Mexico City. No, quite not a bit, worldwide. Well, this is an American podcast, pal. You picked Montreal, you yeah, that's, that's like it's State 51. Well, it is uh, Quebec, so it's not really as American. As much as Mexico City is. Anyway, um... I don't know. Uh, I like, you know, I've ridden around in Portland and San Francisco and all these places that are supposed to be really great. And they are, they're not bad, for so, sure. But so is San, Fran- like, is San Francisco like a giant mash video? Did you, like, skid the entire way down the hills? Dude, yeah, <laughs> because I only had one bike when I lived there, and it was my track bike. Idiot. Uh, and I had a 49, yeah, 4917 on there and just rode with that all over town. Did so, you, yeah, I burned through quite a few tires pretty quickly. Did you ever crash on the, the was, trolley this, tracks? This was a good 10 years before MASH ever existed, so I feel okay about it. Did you crash on the trolley tracks? No, but I had a friend who did uh, messaging, broke his wrist or his forearm or something. Um, so they're dangerous. They're not cool. So I interrupted you, imagine that. But what was your favorite uh, cities? I, li- I like the ones, <laughs> you know... The best places to bike are actually cities that don't have as much traffic. Um, imagine that. <laughs> so, like, Madison, Wisconsin is actually really nice. Like, there's not so many cars that you can actually just get around and nobody's in each other's way. And uh, Louisville's a little bit like that. Um, we, we, I just realized we managed to mention Louisville somehow in this podcast every week. 
You know, did, was it last week we talked about the underground bike park again? I mean, Louisville, really punching above the weight. Yeah. Yeah. Louisville. Uh. Yeah. I feel like we can probably get our first advertising from the tourism, uh, travel <laughs> tourism bureau of Louisville or Kentucky or whatever. Well, I, I'm going to go straight cool. to the top. I'm going to go to Papa John's. Talk to talk, Mr. John. Yeah, just to say, hey, Papa, fuck us up. So, um, Give us some of that pizza money. All right, so we got the world... Cycling championships coming up. Cycle cross is here. My first cross race is coming up. Um, my bike is currently at the bike shop getting ready. Should I get a saddle? So I got a question for you guys. Um, if you haven't, if if the same tires have been on the rim for like two yeah. years now, should I take them off and re-glue them? What did you glue them with? Mastic. <laughs> take them off and re-glue them. How many layers of mastic? I'm pretty sure it's it like... matter. That mastic is, is like <laughs> dust by now. It's like terrible, terrible dust. Take it off, yeah. clean the rims, and never use mastic again. What should I... No, actually, it was the Vittoria stuff that we use at the shop. Yeah, that's Same. the mastic. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah it's... Uh, so, take... Yeah, what, what do you recommend, little guy? Just what? some JB Weld? You should use because your tires will stay on for the rest of your life if you want them to. Never They'll just never come off. off. Yeah. You'll never get them off. But then if you have tires that don't get flats, you can ride them for like four years or something, and it's fine. But if you have mastic and you go two years, it's going to rip off in a corner, and you're going to break your break Yeah, your it doesn't dog. matter. You don't go two years because you buy, you know, $180 handmade European tires for your Cat 3 races, and, you, you know, they wear <laughs> out after a season, and then they become your training tires. That's true. I ride, yeah, I ride them. I ride them. I ride them on the greenway out to the races anyway. So, so outside, is, outside is free, bro. Can you? That's true. Can you take kind those? Of. Can you take those uh, tubular tires, Spencer, and use them on your gravel grinder when you're done? No, you can't. You have to tubeless tire on your gravel grinder. Oh, Wait, with through axles. Are you serious? That's true because then you have a good excuse at the end of the race. You can go, "Oh, I was in the group, but I burped it." Yeah. Ah. See, so you, you wanted extra stiff on your gravel grinder with yeah, the. You, Need to, you need a through-axle, disc-braked, tubeless setup, so you have to buy a whole bunch of new crap. Is that the oh, industry standard now? bad ideas tonight. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm pretty sure that all the advertising we might ever get is just gone now. Just turned off. Yeah, well, you know. I think, Except uh, for Louisville. Louisville will support us. Yeah, Louisville's the key. And, uh, gentlemen, with that, I think uh, we should uh, call it a wrap. On the uh, 26th episode, it's great to be back in the yeah. uh, back in the saddle. Mm, and uh, yes. well done. You can always find out more about us at the theslowridepodcast.com, our Facebook group slash the Slow Ride Podcast. Share with your friends, iTunes, Stitcher. We're here. Uh, thanks for listening. Yeah. Bye bye.